Good morning. I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Monday, October 10th. We give you some expert advice on how to be prepared for the fire season. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Voting for the November election has begun in San Diego County. Ballots started going out on Friday. San Diego Registrar voter Cynthia Paz says, Since the county began mail-in voting in November of 2020, more than 80% of voters here now cast their ballot by mail. When you receive your ballot, you'll receive instructions on how to fill it out and a mapping tool to help you find the nearest vote center or drop box. For more information on voting, visit sdvote.com or you can go to our website, kpbs.org. Amid record migrant arrivals at the southern border, two shelters in San Diego have reached capacity. Migrants who have been processed and released from federal immigration custody can normally stay in one of San Diego's two major migrant shelters temporarily. But the recent rise in migrants arriving to the U.S. includes some who don't have sponsors who can house them while they await the outcome of their immigration cases. And that's putting a strain on resources. Most migrants stay in a San Diego shelter less than 72 hours before reuniting with sponsors. Some migrants without a sponsor have already moved into local homeless shelters or are living on the streets. San Diego County public health officials are encouraging residents to schedule vaccination appointments for COVID-19 and the flu as the holidays and indoor gatherings approach. The County Health and Human Services Agency reminds San Diegans that it's safe to get both vaccines during the same visit. The CDC recommends everyone six months and older get vaccinated against both viruses. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. October is Fire Prevention Month, a critical time for fire danger and preparedness. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado talked with Cal Fire about what they're facing in fire-prone areas of San Diego County and what you should know to stay safe. October is the start of the toughest season for fighting fires, with drought conditions, peak Santa Ana winds, and the curveball of climate change. It takes a tough job to a whole new level. The need for response when these fires are getting so explosive so quickly. We're ordering everything we can right off the bat and throwing the world at these fires to try and keep them small. That's Captain Thomas Schutz, the public information officer for Cal Fire San Diego County Fire Department. We know that the potential for them to explode and become these mega fires, these fires that are 100,000 plus acres, that's what we don't want. 
He says stopping a fire from getting that big is not just critical to saving lives and property. The size of the fire determines how quickly a community recovers. They're burning so hot that they're really destroying the environment. A lot of times they're essentially moonscaping these areas, taking all the nutrients out of the soil, and it's not good for the long-term survivability of these areas. And Cuyamaca is a perfect example of that. Um, the, the, the fire moved through that area in 2003, and really that area hasn't come back since. It's going to be probably another 100 years before we see the forest look like it did pre-2003. So what they do year-round is work with homeowners to mitigate fire danger and keep fires as small as possible. And that's not easy. They have to maintain about half of the county, or about 1.5 million acres. And a large portion of the East County is rural backcountry, prone to fire danger. We're out here in the community of Crest. This is one of the project areas that we had from a few years back. We did a community of Crest and Guatai and, and really focused on um, clearing right along the, these communities. You know, it had a big potential in this community to uh, have a fire potentially start in the community and make its way out, or to have a fire coming through and, and really impacting this community. And so our focus became to create this buffer going along the, the edge of this community to really try and stop any kind of fire um, working its way in. In order to keep fires under control, firefighters must know where their resources are at all times and stage them accordingly. And they have plenty, but Schutz says historically when there is critical fire weather, multiple fires break out in many areas and resources are stretched thin. Our neighbors to the north, which usually send resources down to us, aren't going to be able to do so. That's when it becomes really critical for folks to get out of harm's way as quickly as possible and to, to help us prepare for events like that so that they've done their part so that we can get in there and, and uh, go after these fires with the resources that we do have. Evacuations are daunting in some areas during normal conditions. We've seen from the studies that it would take 11 hours to evacuate 80% of Ramona. 11 hours is something that we're not going to have um, when the fire is blowing through there. But right now, when the moisture level is at critical lows, it's vital to heed warnings early and leave when the order is given. The brush and the grass are ready to burn. The grass out there is all cured. The brush is all dry and ready to burn. And so that's why this time of year is so, so critical and why it's so important for folks in, throughout San Diego County, but especially our folks living out in the backcountry, that they're prepared and, and really ready to evacuate at a moment's notice. Schutz warns now is no longer the time to use mechanized equipment late in the day because one spark will start a fire and says it's important during this month of preparedness to take the time to get your family and home ready. You can learn more at readyforwildfire.org. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. San Diego would see a significant improvement in air quality if the nation's trucking fleet goes all-electric. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. An American Lung Association report says eliminating diesel exhaust from the nation's trucking fleet could save hundreds of billions of dollars in health care costs and avoid nearly 67,000 premature deaths. The association's Will Barrett says there will be nearly 2 million fewer asthma attacks and 8.5 million fewer missed workdays when freight trucks are powered by electricity. We found $735 billion worth of public health benefits is on the table if we make strong investments in cleaning up the truck sector, partnering that with clean energy, 
and really making a, a strong push to zero emission technologies. That could have important implications locally. San Diego ranks in the top 10 of the most ozone polluted cities in the United States. The Lung Association says that also means San Diego is among the regions with the most to gain. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Now a look at local elections. Today, KPBS reporter Claire Tregesser gives a rundown on the San Diego Sheriff's race. The sheriff runs law enforcement for several local cities and is in charge of the county's jails. Kelly Martinez is one of the two candidates vying to replace Gore. She's a Democrat, but until recently was a Republican. I've been with the sheriff's department for 37 years. I'm currently serving as the undersheriff. The second sheriff's candidate is John Hemmerling. He's a Republican, but until recently was an independent. My career spans 28 years of dedicated service to the city of San Diego and 30 years of faithful military service. During that time, I was the city's chief criminal prosecutor. Martinez says the number one thing she wants voters to know is... I'm the most qualified candidate for this position. I I know the department. I know our communities. It would be uh, really detrimental to the movement, the forward movement of the department if someone else came in and started uh, from scratch. Meanwhile, Hemmerling says voters should know that I'm the best choice for sheriff to fight crime and restore trust and confidence for safer communities. There's nobody like me. I've my my experience and my background as a across multiple organizations, chief criminal prosecutor, a combat Marine, a leader of Marines and a former San Diego police officer. The election is November 8th. Claire Tregesser, KPBS News. For more information on this race and others, go to KPBS.org. Coming up, the San Diego Unified School District school choice application is now open. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The school choice application window is now open in the San Diego Unified School District. KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez has details. Parents who want their children to attend a specific school in San Diego Unified next year have until November 15th to apply. The priority window of opportunity provides parents the best chance for success in the annual school choice lottery. Yvonne Torres is a parent and the district's neighborhood school enrollment options manager. 
When it comes down to it, I don't think we want to restrict parents having to go to just one option, and kids are very diverse, right? Since the online application window opened Monday, more than 2,700 families have applied to get their children enrolled at campuses that include magnet schools and dual language immersion programs. The lottery will happen in February around Valentine's Day. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day, the federally recognized holiday that honors the history of Native Americans. It replaces what was Columbus Day, which critics say glorified the oppression and murders of millions of American Indians by the Italian explorer and other Europeans who colonized their land. Dina Gilliel Whitaker is a professor of American Indian Studies at Cal State San Marcos and a member of the Colville Confederated Tribes. She says she teaches her students the truth about America's origins. Very often, it's the first time they've been hearing this version of American history, and they're often very angry. And they say, you know, I feel like I've been lied to. And my response is, you have been lied to, and you're right to be angry. Last year, President Biden became the first U.S. president to formally recognize the national holiday with a proclamation. Comic-Con Museum recently opened Hemingway in Comics. It's an exhibit that explores what it means to be an icon. KPBS arts reporter Beth Accomando spoke with Robert K. Elder, whose book inspired the exhibit. Writer Ernest Hemingway may be as famous for his lean, influential literary style as for his larger-than-life public image. Robert K. Elder was inspired to write Hemingway in Comics after seeing a German cartoon depicting Hemingway as a Disney character. That prompted Elder to look for other pop culture appearances of the author. He shows up in a Superman comic in the 1970s. He shows up in an Italian Mickey Mouse cartoon circa the year 2000. Because he was a fascinating person who lived in really fascinating times, it makes him the perfect sort of historical avatar. Elder's book highlights more than 120 Hemingway appearances from 18 countries. Sometimes Hemingway is revered, but other times he's mocked. So I just love this sort of range of takes on Hemingway because the book ultimately is about what happens when you become larger than life, when your name becomes a brand, when your persona outshines your work and you lose control of your myth. The original art from 40 of those appearances is on display through the end of the year at the Comic-Con Museum as part of its Hemingway and Comics exhibit. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com.